0: Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just never sounds right.
1: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At
2: 713 on this Friday, today is Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Wisconsin's Morning News flyover for all the husbands, the wives, the partners of our armed forces. And one of the most important things I've learned over the years in in doing my work and having the opportunity to talk with military families is we rightly honor our troops. I think we're pretty good at that these days, but let us not forget our heroes at home, they take on everything else. In many cases, they become single parents. They bear so many burdens and they don't necessarily get the same amount of flag waving and Uh, the hero accolades that our men and women who are overseas do. So hero treatment for those who are in that service today, as well a day that we appreciate all of you. Also, we've got National Police Week coming up next week. That's a time in Washington and back here at home where we honor law enforcement officers who've been killed in the line of duty. Very special tribute is set to take place this weekend at police departments and police memorials. A lone bagpiper will play just before midnight on Saturday. From Coleman to Racine and uh, all parts in between. Gary Byers of the Greater Milwaukee Fire and Police Pipes and Drums. He's organized this effort across the state, including at least 20 pipers who will play those solemn notes Saturday night.
3: The piper plays Amazing
0: Grace three times, two times, standing still, and one time as a walk away. It culminates with, with the promise that we told, we tell everybody, we will never forget the following.
2: I know some folks have asked, where can I see this? MilwaukeeBagPipes.com for information on where the Midnight Piper will play near your community. 7.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News.
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 2023 Green Bay Packers schedule is official. A few noteworthy marks for this season. Week one is at Chicago, a fifth straight season opener on the road for the Green and Gold. The home opener will be week in week three against the New Orleans Saints. The Packers will play a total of six nationally televised games, two Monday-Nighters, two Sunday-Nighters, a Thursday-night game as well as Thanksgiving morning in Detroit. All eyes will obviously be on Jordan Love, who will finally get his chance as QB1 heading into 2023. And if you ask his backfield partner, And Aaron Jones, he and the team are ready to believe in him.
3: You know, you you want to come in and play right away, and that wasn't Jordan's case. He didn't have that opportunity, and, you know, he did it the right way. He waited his time, and you never heard one one people complain out of him. So he has everybody's respect, and he works as well, just like everybody else. So we all love Jordan here, and like I said, he has everybody's full respect, and we're going to go lay it out on the line for him.
1: The Packers offseason will roll on as they get ready to begin their organized team activities on May 22nd. The Milwaukee Admirals are looking to keep their mojo rocking tonight at the UWM Panther Arena as they get set to play host to the Texas Stars in Game 1 of the Central Division Finals. The puck drops at 7 p.m., and Game 2 will also be in Milwaukee on Saturday night. Games 3 through 5 will be played in Texas. The most wanted job in the NBA is starting to heat up again as ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that Portland assistant Scott Brooks has received permission to interview for the Bucks' head coaching vacancy as does Toronto assistant coach Adrian Griffin. Over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers will look for some good luck this weekend and could be seeking a team mascot for some charm that GM Matt Arnold will discuss with us on Brewers 360.
3: We A couple years ago, uh, we actually had a team fish we named Weecho, uh, which is uh, Luis Urias, which is named after Urias. Um, And uh, got in a little bit of an accident there and and actually during a celebration got kicked over (laughs) um, and ultimately was saved by the team. It was quite an epic teamwork uh, team effort.
1: Mascot or not, the Brewers begin a three-game series tonight against the Kansas City Royals. Corbin Burns is expected to get the start for the Brewker. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ at 6.35. Get a fish, get a dog, get a goat, get Do something anything. in there. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get rolling. Let's get this
2: thing rolling. Seven nineteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. 722 on Wisconsin's Morning News, and you got Mother's Day coming up. I don't know, well, how did we get on this topic? Doesn't matter. We got on it. And Conversation. In that uncomfortable spot with your parents, where you're watching a movie together, maybe they forgot or didn't know that it had some scenes in it. Well, so do you have one? I don't, I can't recall anything with my mom. I, for the first time I saw Top Gun, was um, Top was, Gun? I was walk, like the original oh okay yeah there's a scene in there a buddy of mine and I we had rented it and I was watching it with my grandma and there's there's a scene <laughs>
3: <laughs> that
2: was tame though back then wasn't it I don't recall not with your grandma <laughs> the silhouetted tongues <laughs> I think all she said about it was mm, yeah well that's that's where they go then
3: Oh boy! They,
2: you know, weren't married. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> Gabe Neitzel is our teammate from from ESPN Milwaukee. He's on the line with us this morning. Normally, joins us Fridays. How about this for a topic? <laughs> uh,
0: what do you? I mean, what? What the, the topic of the uh, movie you shouldn't be watching with your parents? Yeah. This Did you?
2: Hilarious. What What movie were you watching with mom that you're like, oh, please get me out of here?
0: So I. This wasn't this wasn't one for me, but the one that like when this type of conversation always happens, I had a friend and this is an actual friend, not like me speaking for someone, you know, <laughs> like, oh, sure, okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> situation. But it was it was a friend of mine and he was like so w- when we were in college, he had been like flirting with this girl and he had been trying to like finally date this girl from high school and she went to a different like, you know, uh, school than we did. And finally they start dating and she goes to school up in Minnesota. Her parents also lived up there. So he goes up to visit her for a weekend and they decide to go to a movie and her parents decide to tag along. That movie was Wedding Crashers. Now I'm not sure if you're familiar with the opening (laughs) of Wedding Crashers, (laughs) but within the first five minutes, there are uh, at least a dozen topless women um, as they're going through a montage. So, yes, sitting next to a girl that you finally convinced that she should date you, uh, with her parents right next to you, as that's happening, yeah, that's got to be one of the most uncomfortable things I could ever imagine.
2: <laughs> Did he suggest it? Who, I mean, like, if he picked I, the movie, I, even worse.
0: Probably. Yeah. And, look, I mean, you, you had to have known that a rated R, Vince Vaughn, and... Owen Wilson comedy was going to be a little raunchy, right? Like, it, especially in that era of movie, it's going to be a little raunchy. I don't think he, I, I mean, it was hard to know that the opening montage was going to be what it was.
1: I don't think I would necessarily want my parents to come with me on a date. I guess we could have started there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, you know, again, not great all the way around. Um, but again, I went to a small high school, so like everybody knows everyone. So like when they finally started dating, her parents were like, oh, this guy, yeah, we know him, we'll come along. So yeah, it's not great all the way around.
2: Gabe Knight's, host of the Jen Gabe and Chewy Show on ESPN Milwaukee, hanging out with us a little bit today. Hey, so um, it is Mother's Day weekend, so what are the, what are the big plans in the household?
0: So I, I, I somehow, I guess now I'm in charge of planning all the Mother's Day festivities. So I'm the only child. I have, I have two other siblings. I have an older sister, younger sister. Both are married. Both have two kids. I do not have any kids. So, like, they have Mother's Day plans, and, like, I asked my mom to do something for Mother's Day. She's like, well, check with your sister's. So now I got to organize this whole thing and try to get everybody to get together. And then, you know, so now we're all going to get it together tomorrow up in Horicon again, where, where my parents live. Um, one of my sisters lives closer to Madison. The other one lives up in West Bend. So trying to get, I somehow, because I'm the only one without kids became the organizer. So it's just going to be a little thing. I'm going to throw some food on the grill, make food for everybody, but, uh, you know, just, just a little something to get everybody together. But that apparently just because I don't have kids, that means I'm the one that's got to plan everything.
3: Just
2: because I'm not the mom. That's right. <laughs> what are you doing
0: today, Gabe? <laughs> <Yeah, right? laughs> uh, I am on my way currently uh, to Whistling Straits. I'm playing yeah, the Yeah, so, Irish okay. Course. No, no, that's okay. Uh-ha. We got it right there.
2: Oh, I don't have time. I'm very busy here. I got assigned this duty. <laughs> <laughs> Unfairly. He's on his way to play golf today. <laughs> so, I don't know, pal. No sympathy here.
0: Uh, yeah, it, it, I mean it is a WSGA competition, two man scramble up here. So you know, hoping hoping we do something good and, and qualify for the final later this fall.
2: I'll tell your mom Happy Mother's Day from all of us. Thanks, pal.
0: Hey, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Just never sounds right. <laughs> hey, tell your mom
2: I said hello. 20 to 8 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mentioned earlier today is Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Fly over here for Wisconsin's Morning News. It's husbands, wives, and
1: partners of our armed forces. Now, Brandon, you are a veteran, so is there something special you have to do, or are you off the hook? I thought I was the military expert for 620 WTMJ. That's my official. Okay. Job All right. title also, now. that. So we got that cleared up. Uh, what was your question now?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Military spouse appreciation day. Since you are no longer in the service, is it, do you still have to take care of her?
1: No. No, she's out. Yeah, she's, out
2: she's out. You're out of service. She's yeah. out of service. Yeah. Our, okay. We'll
1: be at the baseball field tonight for the fifth night in a row. <laughs> that's what we. That's what we get Stand for by our, for our appreciation. No, but <laughs> it's a special day for people that that do. Uh, that honor it it's a uh, it's a tough job and everybody always remembers the person serving but yep. there are many many others behind them that uh that do the same thing in a different in a different manner yeah well thanks to your wife your wife and all those families out there that make the sacrifice here on
2: the home front we've got Adam McAlvey Brewers beat writer for mlb.com joining us on Brewers 360 that's coming up next on Wisconsin's morning news <laughs>
1: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers begin a three-game series tonight against the Kansas City Royals over at American Family Field. Corbin Burns is expected to get the start for the Brew Crew tonight. Our coverage begins right here on WTMJ starting at 6.35. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living
2: Unlimited. And Adam McAlvey is our guest, beat writer for MLB.com, covers the Brewers this morning. Adam, Mother's Day at the yard this year. They're giving away the... What are we... Ah, I can't remember the word for it again now, Eric. It's like a... It's, it's like a, a purse. It's not a purse, but it's like... <laughs> the clutch. A clutch. I was going to call Thank it the you. grabber. Grabber. <laughs> 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 They're giving away like a special Brewers logo. Oh, a
3: grabber? For yeah, no, we don't want to give that away either. at the yard. Okay.
2: Hey, So got to get something going here on, uh, on this home series here for the weekend.
3: Yeah, look, it's like uh, six weeks so far, and it's been half and half. They won five of six series in the first three weeks, and now they've lost five of the six series. And we asked Craig Council about it, and he said that's baseball. I mean, that's the baseball season. You know there's going to be stretches like this. It doesn't mean that they're a lousy team. It probably means that they're still trying to figure out what kind of team they are. I think he would like some more runs. Um, you know, a couple, uh, 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 some crooked numbers in an inning early in a game, I think would do a lot right now to help this pitching staff get through this period where they're without Brandon Woodruff.
1: Adam, you, you mentioned getting some runs with Craig, you know, Craig Council talking about getting runs, and, and and I agree with you. I think any Brewers fan would agree with you. What does the identity of this offense look like? Who do they go to? Is it is it going to be Yelich? Is it not going to be Yelich? Rowdy has his moments. Is it William Contreras? Like where? is the identity with this Brewer's offense, and who does it lie with?
3: Well, when they're good and early in the year, one of the things was you couldn't identify that guy. And, you know, it, look, this is not put the ball in the hands of Giannis at the end of a game. It's, it's In baseball, it's got to be up and down the lineup. And when you think about that run that they went on early, it wasn't like Willie Adamas on this crazy hot streak where he would carry them like, say, Christian Yelich, showed us in 2018-2019. It was Adamus with a big hit one day. It was Bryce Tereng with a big grand slam in the home opener. It was Joey Weimer getting on base in a big spot in, in another game. It, it was everybody. Uh, and what's happened now is just too many guys not getting that big hit in that big moment. They've got, you know, Brian Anderson was a, a hitter who could carry them early. He's cooled. Rowdy has done a really good job. Rowdy Telez is probably, and Willie Adarmas have been their most consistent offensive performers, but they've just not been getting when When they needed that hit early, they got it. Lately, they've not been getting it. And I think they don't necessarily want it to be one guy driving the bus to borrow their Craig Councilism. They want it to be many different guys taking turns, and, and that's what they're, they're looking for.
2: Brewers writer Adam McAlvey is with us on Brewers 360. Hey, man, you, you cover baseball a long time and you've been around these guys. It's really special when uh, a young man has an opportunity to become a pro baseball player. And there are a lot of moms out there who drive kids to Little League and all their junior baseball and all these things and then see them through those early days in college and, and the minor leagues. Going to be some proud moms in the stands this weekend, I bet, Adam.
3: Oh, absolutely. And look, the best, one of my best moments ever covering this team was in Coors Field, 2018, Freddie Peralta on Mother's Day with his mom in the stands, watching him pitch professionally for the first time. And we, we were back there. Freddie Peralta pitched again at Coors. And those memories for him, he said, came rushing back. Um, so, you know, look, I've had the, the pleasure this year to meet uh, Mrs. Terang, Mrs. Lemer. Those are two moms who have had huge moments where their sons made it to big leagues this year. Garrett Mitchell's mom is a really proud mom. So the Brewers have some great moms. And I, I know that they'll all be watching on Sunday. And, look, the Brewers need to win a series. They need to pick up a series victory. So I don't know about those clasps or clutches or whatever. I think they'd, <laughs> I think the moms who are going to be at Miller – or a, oh, boy, going to be at American Family Field on Sunday, I think the best gift would be a Brewers win.
2: We need them. Adam, thanks. Great to talk to you. See you, guys. 748 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher up next.
4: Idea Man. I signed up for biomolecular chemistry, like legitimately. Innovative. Music was always the class at Wisconsin. If if you went into one of those big lecture halls and it was Michael LaCrone's class, you were going to see athletes everywhere.
1: And Packers Hall of Famer.
4: I'll say this, I'm still not
1: very musical. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers.
2: Wisconsin's Morning News brought, no, man, I think I threw it away. Hang on, Tauscher, i got to get your read here. That's right. Well, Chevy's in charge of this one. <laughs> Mark Tauscher brought to you by your Southeast Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Does that go. sound right? There you go. you got I'll throw it. a couple of windows good. and doors yeah. in there for you, too. Sure. Sure. Who else? Yeah. Kohler, Kohler services. services.
4: Get them all. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm
2: helping. J.D. Greer. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not I yours. One of Not yours, Tauscher's. Mark Tauscher is with us once again this morning. All right, a couple other things we want to talk about, but we got to start with the Packers' schedule. I was telling Eric, I'm like, I hate our schedule this year. I hate a bunch of stuff about it. Why? I I can't remember if you and I disagree on this. I hate the Thanksgiving game. One, because Thanksgiving, I just like Thanksgiving. And now now I have to be distracted, worrying about my team playing. And I don't want to kind of half-watch my team. You only get so many of these every year. Watching a game is an event in and of itself, and I don't want it all confused with Thanksgiving.
4: Yeah, you know what, I think I always have to kind of think back and look at it from a player's perspective. You don't like missing Thanksgiving with your family, but there is something, you're on the national stage, and then once you're done, you get to come home, you get to relax, you probably can even watch you know, the night game, uh, and then you get the full weekend off. So I get that part of it, but from a fan perspective, I don't like the 11:30 game up in Detroit. I would rather not play on Thanksgiving. But I have to admit, that Amazon Prime Friday game would be a lot of fun because I don't want to go out and go shop. I would much rather go play football than have to go wait in line outside of, like, a Sears Roebuck and wait for, you know, three hours to go in and get a, a pretzel maker. I, I I would rather go play, and the fact that that's the only game, and I think the Jets are playing the Dolphins, so that'll be a Rodgers game, that part will be fun. But, yeah, I can get on board with you in the fact Thursday games suck for players. None of us liked them. None of us like them now, I'm sure, and especially on Thanksgiving. But all in all, I looked at the Packers' schedule, and I know there's a ton of flux and there's a lot of uncertainty with what uh, Jordan Love is going to be and everything else. But there's a lot of there's a lot of winnable games on this schedule. This isn't Murderer's Row when it comes to what quarterbacks you're playing, and that's the part that I think Packer fans should be pretty excited about.
2: So my my oh, I wonder what you think of the New Year's Eve game too, Taush. I think that can be a lot of fun, like or it. it can be kind of ugly.
1: That could be flexed out though too. They may well, not play. See, that's easy, the other right? thing
2: that I I hate about this is like you know you look at the back end of the schedule and it's like you might as well just leave the times blank. <laughs>
4: Yeah, there's, I mean, the NFL is always going to find ways to make money and to get the best games put on whatever networks they're looking for. So uh, the New Year's Eve, uh, there's a time when it comes that Christmas and New Year's are Saturday, Sunday, and you all realize you're going to play. And you, you would rather not. I think everybody would rather go celebrate New Year's Eve. But we all, when we signed up for this job as, you know, as players, you all understood that that was a part of it and that those, those are very small sacrifices for what is an unbelievable job. So you, you deal with it. Your family all kind of gets on board and understands it. And I, you know, playing on Christmas stinks too, but it, there's, uh, there's that same thing that I just kind of went over with Thanksgiving is if you, you, can, you can still kind of work around it. You still get to celebrate it. Sometimes you just have to celebrate things a day later.
1: Tausch, we talked earlier in the week and you said there's a few things that players look forward to. It's One of those was being the bye week. As a player, where does the bye week fit for you? Like, Do you like it in the middle of the year? Do you like it in the later part of the year, the beginning of the year? Does it kind of just matter how your team is health-wise throughout the course of a season? But ideally, where is a good bye week for a team?
4: Yeah, I think week 8 or 9, uh, the, the funniest part of this always when the season is going, and the Packers' bye week I think is week 5 or week 6, which is pretty early, you'll hear every coach say, boy, it came at a perfect time. Because you can kind of spin it and say, well, it is. There's always going to be injuries you're dealing with, but I think for most, as for most things, you want to kind of be able to catch your breath, and reset things and doing that week four or five when you play a 17 game season that is way too early and you don't want it to be like the Packers had last year where it's the last buy and your seasons kind of is where it's at getting it right in the middle where you can kind of re-examine that's always the time of the year where coaches will look back at and self-scout themselves and you can make some adjustments moving forward for the second half so uh, you know from from a standpoint. You want to get that thing right dab in the middle.
2: Big task ahead. Mother's Day on Sunday. Are you all set with whatever duties you're going yeah. to have, getting the kids all lined up with here's from the kids?
4: Yeah, I, I'm not. And I think what, what I've noticed, we got my mom taken care of. We sent a, a, a gift pack, a care package, whatever you want okay, to call good. it. But it's always tricky with, with your wife because how much of it's kid-related? And it's, it has to be... Handmade is what I found. Solid. Like getting jewelry and getting stuff, handmade stuff, especially if you show some involvement with your kids doing it, has always proven to be the best Mother's Day present. Even like throwing a throwing a gift card at uh, at your wife, uh, not a good idea is one of the things that I found out. All
2: uh- right. Well, good luck with whatever whatever you guys come up with. Over what there. did you end a up doing? Home Depot card? What you give her?
4: Yeah, no Fleet Farm. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> here you Head go. over to Fleet Farm. Which, <laughs> by the way, you should. But yeah. is have you guys gotten the answer for this? Do you guys? What do you guys have?
2: No, I have a small gift that I took care of, and then that will go, come to her via the kids. And then, right, they've all been assigned to make cards for mom and grandmas and whatnot. So. We're, I think we're covered.
1: Meal making, that's our go-to with uh-huh. the kids. Got to make something uh-huh. for them. Make
2: yeah. some disastrous, terrible breakfast know, that she says, oh, it's tasty. great. Good super job, great.
4: boys. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> these hash browns are, are completely frozen, but they're exactly good. Exactly what I wanted.
2: Well, I hope it goes well over there. Thanks, Tosh.
4: See you guys.